Welcome to Maximum Libertarian with your host, Brian. Hey everybody, welcome to Maximum Libertarian. I'm glad you're able to join me today as I go over a few topics that make me go, hmm. Well, if you haven't already, we've got a YouTube channel. Please go over there and click that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell and, you know, do all the cool stuff like liking and sharing the videos. That'd be a great help to us. And then you can go over to Twitter at WeAreMaxLib, and that's where we'll post articles and opinions and things of that nature throughout the course of the week. So, uh, that's about it for now. But, there's a few topics that I really want to go over with you. And, as you all know, last, what, Tuesday? Last Wednesday? Our dear former leader, President Donald J. Trump, announced that he would be seeking re-election for president, or the nomination from the Republicans to run for president. And what was surprising in some aspects was only... Fox and CNN covered it. Everyone else, I don't, I'm not certain about MSNBC. Uh, I know the major networks did not break into their scheduling program. And for what it was worth, it was a decent speech. I've said before, and I'll say it to anybody, when Donald Trump speaks normally, not bombastic, not making name-calling, doing all that good stuff. He's a very good speaker. Uh, most presidents, obviously, are. Shockingly, the one we got currently in office is not a good speaker, and he was voted in off just straight-up hate. Because I hate Donald Trump. He's not a Republican. I'm going to vote for him. No matter that he's going to drive the bus right off a cliff, it's okay. But for, like I said, most presidents do have good speaking abilities. And um, with the media not following the Donald Trump, you know, announcement, now granted, too, we're still, what, two years out almost? So it is a far-out announcement, but... I get what he's doing. And when I look at the president making these statements and then being ignored, um, it makes me wonder, like, exactly what's he going to do? And when I heard that New York Post did not even give him uh, print on a front page, it was inside the paper, and it was stating a Florida man uh, announces his plan to run for president. You know, they had no uh, respect for the guy. Even though they always respected him until he ran for president, no one said he was a bad guy, no one said he was a racist, until he ran for president. Now, makes me question... 
what's he going to do? Now, he says he's not getting back on Twitter. He's going to stay on Truth Social, which no one really uses. His only option is, number one, he's got to get on Truth Social. He, I believe he's got to get on either Rumble or YouTube, preferably, I would have to say, because it's the has the bigger audience. He needs to get on YouTube. He once again needs to bypass the mainstream media. And, you know, that's that'd be step one. He's got the money to run. He's got the name recognition. But I was talking to an individual. I said, we, we were just talking about the announcement. And his statement to me was, if President Trump gets the nomination from the Republicans, I'll be voting Libertarian this time. And this is the biggest hurdle for Trump. It's not the fact of what he did, because a lot of people liked his policies. I might disagree with them, but those individuals liked his policies. The thing that people don't want is they do not want to have four more years of straight-up hate. And you're saying, I don't know what you think of Donald Trump. I really don't know. But the media hated on Donald Trump. Late-night news, uh, I'm sorry, late-night talk shows, like Tonight Show, the Late Show, Kimmel, they sacrificed fifty percent of their audience to get political. Okay, you have now individuals in office, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, who turned a blind eye as the cities were burned down. I'm not saying what they were protesting was the wrong thing to protest. But the problem was they protested in their city. They burned down their grocery stores. They burned down their, fa- uh, 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 you know, dime stores like uh, Family Dollar, Dollar General. Them folks did that. And the media said, oh, it's a peaceful protest. And you had, like I said, just straight up hate. And I really don't know how he's going to overcome that because that's a lot of things that people don't want. It's not that they don't want to vote for him. It's the fact of they don't want this hate and this just complete, utter violence that the Democrats will gladly burn down their... will allow their constituents' homes to be burned down. And then the constituents will sit there and blindly vote for these idiots as they allowed their cities, their schools, to be burned down and destroyed. You know? And But we're going to have a January 6th Truth Commission. And... What's weird about that is, as I've said before, and I'll say it to him blue in the face, 
when those individuals, which there was a lot of honest-to-God questions to be asked about January 6th. Ray Epps, he was the one getting them all riled up. But they won't talk about him. They won't talk about the police officers that opened the doors, opened the gates, and allowed these protesters, the insurgent, um, to go into the Capitol. And if that was really them burning down the Capitol, I know windows were broken, doors were smashed, things of that nature. Why would they stay on the other side of the rope? They were, you know, there was a ton of them walking in politely. And then what they do, they go after these old ladies that don't know anything. They just were following the mob. You know, you get wrapped up into it. So they don't want to really discuss about the, the city attorneys that are allowing the criminals back onto the streets. They're not going to discuss the burning down of the cities. Typically, it was people from the outside going into that, the different communities and different areas. And then, they don't want to discuss just a true, utter hatred that gets spewed from their mouths. So... What does Donald Trump do? I have no clue. If he's going to lose voters that want to vote for him, but they don't want to vote for him because they don't want to see the craziness happen again. But if they don't stick with who they believe in, okay, what could happen? Well... The country's still going to keep driving off the cliff because not one politician up there is trying to do anything about inflation besides pass acts and, you know, bills and things of that nature that says they're doing something, but they're really not because they're just making it worse by adding more money into the system. And so so you're not going to vote for the individual you believe in and that individual's policies... You're going to allow the individuals in D.C. to control you because you're being controlled with fear. So I guess in the end of the day, Donald Trump's going to have to figure out how does he get to them individuals that want to vote for him, but they're afraid that we're just going to have, you know, four years of nonsense, of Russia collusion. And once again, Hillary Clinton was the one behind it. Her and her boys were behind it. Hillary Clinton was the racist that started the whole Obama wasn't born in this country. But we're not supposed to talk about that. We're supposed to talk about Donald Trump. And once again, I won't vote for Donald Trump. He can get the nomination. Ron DeSantis can get the nomination. I do not care. But I'll be voting Libertarian. Hopefully we have a good candidate um, put up. But that's what... And I really don't know what Donald Trump's going to do. But the only thing is he better start figuring it out now. Okay? And one thing he needs to do, and I was watching, a, and I know everyone is 
the f- man formerly known as Kanye West, Ye, um, was talking. He said he met with Trump, and he said, "You got to be loyal to the loyalist." And I agree with him. What you when you have friends, you stand by your friends. You be loyal to your friends. You be loyal to your family. Okay, Donald Trump went into D.C. when he started to gear up. He had individuals behind him help him push his career, help push his campaign. And when he got to a certain level, the talking heads got into his ear and said, you need to replace A, B, C, D and put A, uh, E, F, G, H into their place. And in turn, he starts having these uh, really weird policies. Example, you brought in John Bolton. John Bolton is, is a warmonger. Then he has to fire John Bolton. He brings in uh, G- General uh, Mathis, and he has to fire General Mathis because he wants to pull everyone out of Afghanistan. Mathis is saying no. John Bolton's wanting to go into Iran. So what Trump should do to step one, go back to all the individuals he fired um, and ignores. If he's going to say screw it, say screw it. Is it going to really look any worse for you to hang out with a Kanye West, with an Alex Jones? You know? No, it's not. So, that's step one. Get back with your friends that brought you to the dance. Number one. And then what you need to do is get get back on Twitter. And you need to get on to a video platform. I would suggest, obviously, get to everyone that you can. Odyssey, uh, Rumble, YouTube. If a bit true, if it's if you got a way to do a video, get your message out there. So, hopefully, now I know Donald Trump won't listen. He's going to be bombastic. He'll he'll call everyone an idiot or whatever, and he'll divide the Republican Party like he did for the Senate race when he was on his way out. And currently, you've got the you know a house of disarray. So that's what I believe on that. Story two that I want to talk about right now. We'll just roll right with Yee and Apple Pay. Now, according to him, Adidas told Apple to um, freeze his money and... In turn, it disabled his Apple Pay. According to West, and this comes from AppleInsider.com. The title of the story is Kanye West Confused About Banks, Apple Pay, and FCC. As part of his president's candidacy for president, which I guess he's announced he's running for president, uh, Kanye is demanding that FCC needs to investigate a bank after Adidas allegedly froze his money and disabled his Apple Pay. And what he did is, according to West, uh, Adidas cut off business with him. They managed to freeze his money by petitioning J.P. Morgan Chase to do so. After finding that his Apple Pay didn't work, he asked to find out why. Reportedly, Adidas put a $75 million hold on four of his bank accounts. This, in turn, likely caused Apple Pay not to work because of lack of funds. Bizarrely enough... West claimed that the reason he was running for president again was he wanted the FCC to look at my money. If the FCC was looking at my money, there would have been possibility that Adidas wouldn't have been able 
to go into J.P. Morgan Chase and freeze his account by putting on the $75 million account, allegedly. So, what's my thought about that? I really don't know. Could it be an error? Possibly. Um, Yi has been making some crazy statements. He's been hanging out with Nick Fuentes. He's, you know, obviously Nick and Yi had dinner with the former president, President Trump. I think the thing that we should take out of this, that, you know, throw, throw out what happened to him for, for a second. With the oncoming digital dollar, because not a lot of people carry cash anymore. This shows to you if a government entity wants to shut you down, they can. That's why it's dangerous. And people can try to pretend that Bitcoin and Dogecoin and all these other alternative coins can be done under the radar. But they can't. Somehow, some way, they're going to be tracked back to you. Am I the king of Bitcoin? Let me tell you, buy Bitcoin. You know, have a little stash here. I'm not saying to to put all your money into Bitcoin by any stretch of the imagination. But I would suggest buying a little bit. Because what I do foresee Bitcoin going back up. I don't know which other altcoins will go up. That's not my business. I, I can't, I, you know, I, I just have to follow what uh, what I read. But <clears throat> if you put all your money into an a, a electronic system like that, and you can pretend that you're safe and secure, it's not. You can be shut down at any moment. And when they get us onto a digital currency, which Wells Fargo, that's the bank I'm with, which I wish I wasn't, but that's a whole other story. Um, I think J.P. Morgan, Chase, and there's one other one. They're going to be doing a Fed dollar here soon. They're going to just do like a, a trial with a digital coin. If you think that's not scary... You are out of your mind, all right? Because with when a digital dollar gets placed on there, if you go to, we'll say American Legion, it's a veteran organization, or if you go to AMVETS or VFW, and the government says, you know, I think they're hate, they're a hate group. You can't pay for your membership. They Put a hold on it. I can't put money into it. I can't make a donation to them. And then, just like with that ignorant law, that people will cheer because they give up their rights. But what they do is, you know, some banks don't, you can't buy weapons, guns, ammo with their credit card or whatever. So... If I can't buy my gun, my bullets or whatever for my gun with that credit card, with that debit card, and then I think I'm going to go over to Bitcoin, 
Come on. Let's not let's not fantasize that they're not going to shut it down. If it happened to Kanye West, who's extremely popular, uh, it will happen. Definitely happen to you. Okay, so. I guess the, the the whole moral of the story is it's okay to have a credit card, okay to have a debit card, but also have cash. I think that's a good idea. And uh, don't concede cash, actual physical cash, even though I know it's funny money because the Federal Reserve, but gold and silver and actual things that you can hold in your hand is a lot better to have. So, I guess what I want to do uh, finally, I know these past, this story and the last story I've talked about, Ye, uh, the artist formerly known as Kanye West. But one, one thing that I wanted to, I want to discuss here is I know the comments that he has came out with are really bad. Some of them are just, they stink, you know. But what people should do. Instead of turning on him. Because where is he getting this information from? You know. That's what you need to first find out. Don't turn on him. Be loyal to your friend. You go up. You say, hey, where are you getting this information from? Now, he might say, well, the black Israelites who, you know, I know they have their issue with the Jewish people. That's fine. But now, you you know, if he was hearing it from a Klansman or whoever... What you do is you go up to Kanye and you get him out of there. You don't sit there and go, oh, you know, we ought to just uh, kick him and call him names. And let's let's uh, shut his bank accounts down. That'll shut him up. No, that's going to get him even angrier and it's going to push him even further. And it's going to make him believe the lie that he's already been told by some people. Okay? So, just like with Colin Kaepernick. What happened? Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee, or first he was sitting on the bench during the national anthem. Instead, you know, the um, special forces guy on the team, the San Francisco 49ers, went up to him and said, Hey, when the best thing to do to show respect is to take a knee, because when the country's in distress or whatever, you take a knee. You don't just sit there on the bench. So he came over there, he took a knee. Now what everyone's going to do, oh, well, nasty things, throwing nasty barbs at Colin Kaepernick. What was the point in doing it? Colin Kaepernick was um, misinformed on a lot of things. And he might have been informed on several things, you know. But you never heard from him. All you ever heard was... You take a knee and I'll step on your ass. You know, people were threatening the man. And so in turn, what did it do? It just got him, uh, it enforced the lie that he was told. And instead of going up and trying to say, hey, let's get him out. Colin Kaepernick's not a bad guy. We've got other real bad guys at the Federal Reserve, in Congress, in the White House, at your local level, at your state level. They're taking your freedoms. Colin Kaepernick taking a knee is better 
doing that than going out into the cities and flipping cars and burning down uh, the neighborhood drugstore. Okay, so just like with Colin Kaepernick, what should have been done is tried to talk to him. All you have to do is look at Daryl Davis. Daryl Davis is a black uh, blues pianist. Okay, and he has reformed over 200 Ku Klux Klansmen by talking to them. Okay, he. And it's not just like the low-level clansmen either. He's went up to like them grand wizards and whatever the titles are at the higher levels. But he went there and talked to them. So, anyone that wants to sit here and say, Oh, you know, Kanye, Yee, or whatever, is he, he, he's, he's this and that. Don't let Nick Fuentes get into his ear. What you do is you go over there, you talk to the cat, you find out what's wrong, you school him, and maybe he'll school you. Who knows? But you'll find out, and he don't turn. When President Trump, 2017, he made a comment. 2017, you had the Charlottesville thing going on, right? And everyone goes apeshit. Oh my goodness, he made a comment. Now, he didn't say the whole entire thing that President Trump said, but he made a comment. He said that there was good people on both sides. And they didn't finish his statement. But you've got to understand, people don't have a father figure. They're looking for leadership. They might just been in the, you know, they're getting lied to. Instead of kicking them while they're down, or you go over there and you talk to them. Don't be a smart ass, but you talk to them. You get them in the right direction. You make them understand. Maybe they just don't understand something. Ye needs to have that discussion. Uh, Colin Kaepernick needed that discussion, and we failed that man. But that's a whole nother story, I guess. In the end of the day, if you know someone that's a bad guy, I'm not saying hang out with them, but if he's your friend, if she's your friend, Okay, be loyal to them and just ask them what's wrong. And maybe, maybe you can save someone like Daryl Davis has done. All right, kids, and the final topic today is Joe Biden, president of the United States. He came out and he made the comment that... uh, the student loan, because the student loan forgiveness that him and his wonderful staff were going to do to buy votes uh, has been challenged in the courts, he has decided to extend individuals from paying for their student loans until June of next year, 2023. Now, the problem that I have with this is by extending it, it's going to cost, they estimate, a $40 billion added on to the debt. Now, granted, I understand we're $31 trillion into debt. What's $40 billion? Jesse Ventura and multiple people have said this before. They would say, we could give 
health care to everyone in the United States. But we decide to spend it on war. And it makes me go, I understand it. Not that I agree with it, because I do think government-controlled health care is garbage. I don't think, if, if, if it's a government-controlled, if I'm paying for it, then I should have a lot of say. And some individuals in this, uh, the, the upper levels of government could easily say, all right, everyone's got to be, uh, you know, you got to do a physical readiness test. You got to be a certain weight. You got to, you know, your blood, your heart rate and all that good stuff's got to be at a certain level. Why shouldn't they be able to? They're paying for it. You know what I'm saying? Well, when it comes to student loans, you know, just a couple months ago, we had the hurricane in Florida. The Republicans got blasted because they did not want to put uh, sign off on this bill because $2 billion, I believe, went to Florida and an additional $12 billion went to Ukraine. That being said, that is dumb. Okay, one, this war in Ukraine should be not funded. Um, there's a lot of things that we're doing that have destroyed, that's doing more damage to that region. That's our foreign policy because the war machine wants us to be at war. But it makes me say, and this was the first time I've really thought about it, and me, I'm a libertarian, so once again, you take out the loan, you should pay for the loan, but it makes me go, I would rather spend the war money on paying off that student loans for these individuals in this country than I would be sending it overseas to blow someone up. But the problem that I'm seeing with the student loan, you know, $10,000, and then if you got a Pell Grant, you get $20,000, which is that don't make sense to me because you would think since you got a Pell Grant, you got free money anyway, you should get 10000 and the individuals that had to take out loans would get 20000 But they're, you know, they're going after the poor because they want poor, the poor individuals in this country to continue to wear the invisible chains around their throats and wrists and be held down by the boot of government. But... But if you're going to make these grandiose, you know, let me buy your vote, um, you would, I would really like to see um, them actually make changes to the way the student loan program is done. Step one, government no longer backs the uh, loan. So when the student and the parent goes to sign out for the loans, they're only they're they're the ones that are on the hook for it, not the federal government. And at that point, what would happen? Now the colleges are going to have to start figuring out ways and not be charging so much. Oh, isn't that weird? How these socialist, communist colleges throughout our great land who 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 suck at the fucking tit of uh, 
the government telling everybody how bad capitalism is and how freedom's bad. They want to scare you. They give up your freedoms, give up your guns, give up your speech, but we'll keep you cradle to grave. We'll keep you wink, wink safe. But what they should do is they should make a complete change in the way the student loans is done. Getting rid of uh, uh, the government-backed student loans be step one. Um, I think what you should do, too, is there's remove all interest rates from student loans, so no more accruing a, uh, the interest. As long as you're paying your debt, you pay off what you, 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 you get, and you're done. I don't think you, you should send kids in to college at 18, get them to come out at 22, and now you've got a $60,000, $80,000 uh, know, anchor around their neck, and they're unable to buy a house, to buy a car, to even live good. So that's what I would do. If I was, if I was in government, and if they wanted... Me, which would be a really, really, really hard sell. But you're going to have to start showing me that you're making some changes to the whole system itself. Sadly, they're not wanting to do that. You know, I don't know why, uh, but people can't figure out. You know, Mitt Romney back in 2012, he got in trouble. He said, 49% of Americans will never vote for me. And everyone went crazy about it. And he was absolutely right. 49% won't vote for you. Because the government has this welfare state. And they get these folks who are very good people trapped in the spider web of lies and deceit. And what we got to do as libertarians, we got to break them free. The Republicans aren't going to do it. The Democrats aren't definitely not going to do it. Green Party will never do it. Constitutional Party will never do it. Andrew Yang's party will never be able to get to it. We're the only hope. And right now we spend more time fighting inside than we do fighting the real enemy. But that's what we do in this country. It's easier to fight the immigrant. It's easier to fight the guy who's black or the white guy or the, you know, the uh, Asian or the Hispanic or what, blah, blah, blah. It's easier to fight that instead of fighting the real enemy. Until we focus and get get real, nothing's going to be fixed. Example, the student loan crisis. It's over a trillion dollars that there's an I think it's $1.75 trillion in loans that are out. That's insane. Now, we can't accept and go, oh, okay, we're going to pay them all off. But what you got to do, like I said, what you do is, you, okay, anyone who has a loan out right now, you remove all interest rates, or you can write them off on taxes. Because remember, we used to, well, I never got to experience it, but if you had a credit card, you could write off any interest that accrued on your credit card. You could write it off on your taxes. If you're not able to write off your student loan interest, if you don't remove it, at least write it off on your taxes. Um, get the government out. 
and you know let the go let the colleges start fending for themselves. That's how you start fixing things. Same way with the healthcare industry. If you really want to fix the healthcare industry, you've got to get the government out. They are doing nothing. Look, this is the same government that just a couple years ago go shut down the entire country, destroyed the economy, and told everyone you have to get a vaccine. A vaccine that they know didn't work because some executives were uh, being caught saying that they knew that it would not stop the spread of transmission. It would not stop you getting it. But for some reason, the government was paying them. You want to fix health care, you get the government out. Then you're able to go to the doctor you really want, pay out of pocket. You deal with the you deal with that hospital. You find a insurance company just like you find for your auto insurance. And if you want to go to a holistic doctor and get treated naturally for the disease, do it. If you want to go to the doctor's office and let them do their work, do it. And you want to know something else you want to need you need to do. You need to put a law back on the books, remove the one law that if the industry, the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry gets you sick, you can sue them. Because right now, if a vaccine of whatever vaccine it may be gets you sick, you have nothing to do. You can't do jack. But we've got to do it because we've got to be free. So... That's all I have to talk about for this week. I know we've got a China. I know China's over there and they're doing their lockdown. And, um, or COVID lockdown. You know, a lot of people are coming out stressing. That's all I'm asking people to do. Here's what you want to do. You want to see why you don't give up your guns. Look at China. While they're being beaten with, you know, the nightsticks. The government has the guns. They're locking people up. Don't ever give up your guns. Right now, you want me to tell you how? Let's quit Let's quit um, gunning up governments. You want me to tell you right to do? This is the final statement, final statement. Taiwan, everyone's sweating bullets. My God. If China takes over Taiwan, we're going to lose our microchips. and It's very understandable. Because we should not be making our medicine over in China, but that's a whole other story, too. But our government wants to play war games with the Taiwan military. I understand war games. I think it's a fine thing to do. But if you want me to tell you what to do with there, with Ukraine, let's not send them no more weapons. You tell the people of Taiwan... You tell the government of Taiwan. I really don't know what their law is for individuals owning guns. But you need to go over there and tell them, I'm not giving you guns no more. But what I want to do is gun your citizens. Let the citizens have a weapon. China will not come in there. Because when you have every civilian in the country of Taiwan gunned up, if it's a 
shotgun, 9mm, six-shooter of some sort, AK-47 or AR-15. China can beat the Taiwan government. They can beat our government or our military. We can beat their military. You know what you can't beat? You can't beat guerrilla warfare. And I hate guerrilla warfare because individuals get stuck and killed. But look at Afghanistan. Russia couldn't beat at the Afghanis. We couldn't beat the Afghanis. Vietnam. We could not beat Viet the Viet North Vietnamese. All right. Now, could have we done an all-out war? Yes, and it would have damaged a lot. But they were guerrilla warfare. In World War II, the Emperor of Japan said that why they would not come to mainland U.S. is because behind every blade of grass, that American has a gun. And it's kept people out of our country to do, well, to do damage by military. Gun up Taiwan. Gun up Ukraine. But especially Taiwan. Gun them up. Let China go in there. Guerrilla warfare, they're not going to be able to handle it. And, number two, when, uh, if Taiwan was ever to try to do something silly, just like in China with the crazy lockdown. Um, they're not going to be going out there because the people want their freedom. The people need their freedom. So, that's it for this week, my friends. And, as always... Don't just live free. Stay free. Fight for your rights, my friends. Later. Thank you again for listening to Maximum Libertarian. Please go to our YouTube channel and subscribe to Maximum Libertarian. And go to our Twitter page and follow us at WeAreMaxLib. So until next time, my friends, have a wonderful, wonderful day.